This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Now see, we've just shifted away from within the body. Now we're talking about even your conduct at work, your conduct on the outside, your conduct with people who hate God. Well, don't be hateful toward them. They mistreat you. He says, don't mistreat them because they've mistreated you. And he says that doing good to those who do wrong to you, he said, this is the key to living a life you love, having good days being blessed. As Christians, we are commanded to love our enemies and to pray for those that revile us. This isn't the most easy thing to do, but we are commanded to overcome evil with good. Nonetheless, Pastor Robert will be teaching us today to be a light in this dark world and to have our conduct be honorable among unbelievers. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Peter, chapter 3, verse 8, with today's message. His love is the main thing. Be compassionate toward a brother and help him out. Walk alongside him for a while. Reassure them. Don't belittle them. A lot of times we do that. Man, please, I've been through that three times. That's nothing. Well, that's not helping me. I'm in it now. Right now, it's scaring me to death. What did you do? How did you get through it? Give me some tips. And it's, it's so often, it's just a subtle little shift, right? Compassion. Man, I'm really sorry. I remember exactly what that felt like for me. Let me tell you what helped me. Look at what the Bible says. You see what I mean? Just a little subtle shift. Remember what it felt like. Don't we have to do that with our children? Man, I hope you do that with your children and your grandchildren. Because again, I, I, I remember what it felt like. I had to wait till Christmas. Man, that's two months away. Remember what it felt like. Be compassionate. See, this, this, the word compassion, it's derived from two Latin words. Combined to mean suffer with them, struggle with them, laugh with them in unity and harmony as, a, you know, as if you're feeling what they feel. I mean, too often we tend to correct and rebuke instead of understanding. That's why the wisest course of action usually is to go with questions, you know, when you, you find yourself ready to be offended, ready to be upset with somebody. And now just go with, go with some questions. Understand. You're not commanded in Scripture to defend yourself. Listen to me carefully. Our culture right now says you better stand up for yourself. You better speak up. The Bible says be compassionate, be tenderhearted. Love as brothers. 
And a good way to do that is go with questions. I'm not saying you should not stand up for yourself. There's a time for that. But go with questions because you may be completely misunderstanding. I can't tell you how many situations I've seen where people, you got people ready to, you know, come to blows. Two Christians that are so angry with each other over a misunderstanding. And, and if they had just gone with questions instead of going with accusations, you can't, you can't do me like that. You can't talk to me like that. What if they weren't intending to do that? What if, what if there's a cultural difference? You know, my, my bet, one of my best friends in the world is a Cuban-American brother, came here when he was five. We were roommates for, for years, worked together in, in Youth of the Mission. I offended him so badly when he was a student that we had tension for like three years in our relationship. Well, you, you said he's your best friend. Yeah, he's my best friend now because we, we recognized that it was just a cultural difference. You know what it was? One of the first mornings, we were, we were living together in the same house, and he comes down for breakfast. He's one of those kind of people that his eyes pop open at 5 o'clock in the morning. He's wide awake and ready, you know, and bright and everything. And my eyes may pop open at 5 o'clock, but until that second espresso... There's no liveliness in the body, you know, there's no enthusiasm. And he comes down for breakfast, all, I mean, literally like dancing his way to breakfast, you know, hopping around, you know, hey, good morning. And I'm like, man. He was so offended that I didn't greet him with love and warmth. But I didn't know, you know, I didn't know for three, like three years what it was, seriously, I did not know what it was that offended him. I just knew he was hurt with me. I just knew he was upset about something for all this time. And finally one day, he said, do you remember? You didn't even greet me. And I said, bro, I wasn't even awake yet. Hadn't had my coffee. I wasn't even awake. That wasn't personal. I didn't, I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. But give a brother time to wake up. You know, when God became a man, it was the ultimate expression of tenderhearted compassion. My mother-in-law, one of the first questions she had for me about Christianity after Elizabeth and I got married, she said, I just don't understand why God would become a man. You know, that's a great question. I mean, if you were king of the universe, would you want to be one of us? Listen carefully. Absolutely not if you were selfish. But he is love. And that's, that's the key to understanding this whole thing. He didn't make it about himself. He, he made it about you and me. Philippians 2.5 exhorts us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, coming in the likeness of men. The Son of God came and put himself in our shoes. And that's the example which he commands us to follow with one another. He says, you need to do what I did. And he ties this relational posture of compassion to blessing. Good days. Loving your life. So I'm telling you, there's something here that a lot of people, a lot of Christians are missing out on. Look back at it. Verse 9. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. What does that mean? It means no payback. No payback. On the contrary, blessing. Knowing that you were called to this. Why? 
that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness sake, you're blessed. Do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. Do you understand what he's saying here? Man, this is so important. So important. Many years ago when we were dealing with a wolf who was more intent on devouring the flock here at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, than on feeding sheep, we were exhorted by a really dear friend in the ministry. She, she gently reminded us not to adopt wolf-like practices ourselves in dealing with a wolf. And that's what the Word of God warns us about here in First Peter chapter 3. Two wrongs don't make a right. They just make it worse. When you do evil in the battle against evil, you undermine your own cause. So resist the temptation to retaliate. Romans 12, 17, repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you'll heap coals of fire on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome evil with good. Now see, we've just shifted away from within the body. Now we're talking about even your conduct at work, your conduct on the outside, your conduct with people who hate God. Well, don't be hateful toward them. They mistreat you. He says, don't mistreat them because they've mistreated you. And he says that doing good to those who do wrong to you, he said, this is the key to living a life you love, having good days, being blessed. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So he'll give you the grace to pursue peace, to do good. But he will oppose your efforts to retaliate against even evil people. When people mistreat, you choose to trust God. Leave the retaliation in his hands. Amen. We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you were listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor. And we want to let you know that you can help partner with us to help see Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another Main Thing Radio.